make it uncomfortable. Compete every day, man. His spirit, I find it hard to be masked. Oh, let's get this going. Another edition of the Pro Football Jokes podcast. It may be the offseason, but we are still going strong here. Uh, please check out the website for any new content that I'm sure will be continually released because we are always on the top of our game. Speaking of top of our game, we have some top-notch co-hosts here today. We have the freaking beast himself, Alex. Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Looking forward to our, our next company vacations coming up here soon. Much needed, honestly. Well, well, well deserved and much needed. And joining us on that vacation and this podcast is Pep. Pep, how you doing? All Silent. right, Pep uh, started the vacation a little bit early. That's came, all good. Came in with <laughs> no some. Uh... Okay, <laughs> I, I thought he was thought he was going to say something there, but uh, chose not to. <laughs> Sorry about that. Right. That's fine. Pep's already on vacation. No big deal. It's the off season. Yep. That's how these things go, right? They they do they do. This is good podcasting. You know what? Leave this in. Leave this in. We're not even going to fix it and post. Everybody wants to know <laughs> oh, we're human man. here. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, so we got three of us here. We're ready for a good show. I'm sure you guys will get a show next week as well, live and in person uh, from our uh, corporate retreat there. But uh, before then, uh, we realized that there was a big game that happened that we didn't actually discuss as a, as a crew here. And I'm sure everybody's been anxiously awaiting what... No, we, we, we hit on the Pro Bowl. We, oh, we that's right. That's right. We did hit on the Pro Bowl. Uh, I forgot about that, man. How could I forget that we broke down the Pro Bowl? Jeez, cannot wait for the next one. I was so bored at the NBA All-Star game. I was like, man, why can't this be more like the NFL Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was more physical. But... Yeah, oh my gosh, ridiculous. Uh, and then, uh, anyways, uh, getting sidetracked, there was a Super Bowl that did not feature the New England Patriots, so I don't know what to do or say. Uh, I'm still convinced that the Patriots should have been there for some reason, but that's also just because I, I, my team will never make it and just got to, you know, I just got to blame something. But anyways, there were uh, two teams that fought and played, and there was a winner. Did you guys enjoy that? Yeah, the Ravens right. played really well in that game. Oh, no. oh sorry, oh. sorry. Um, all right. That Ravens weren't in the Super Bowl. Nope they didn't, they didn't make it. They, oh, they, they it, lost, it was it was yeah the they lost to the Titans because the 49ers and the Chiefs played. That was <laughs> yep, a bad yep. sarcasm. Podcast <laughs> listeners, Alex, you can edit that one out. <laughs> All right, just give there's, up on your joke. There's not, there's not gonna through. be a lot of audio left after we have to edit this. So good job by us. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um, yeah, I thought the I thought it was a fun Super Bowl. I thought it was a little sloppy the game, to be honest. I, I didn't think it was like the best game of the year, but I thought it was fun to watch. Uh, it's certainly, you know, intense comeback there at the end by the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes uh, is pretty good, pretty good at football. So uh, I, I mean, it, I thought it was one of his worst games that I've ever seen by him, but I still, I still managed to pull it out. Yeah, it's wild. I just and I'm so happy for Andy Reid. That's all I can really think about with this Chiefs team. Andy, you did it, buddy. Let's go get that cheeseburger, man. Let's just do it. Let's keep it riding. Keep did, it did riding. Did you guys did you guys think that Patrick Mahomes deserved Super Bowl MVP? That's a good question. Uh, I uh, it's tough because you want to reward just all the things that he's done and what he means to that team. 
I mean, I. Who else are you really going to give it to that truly stood out in that in that way? I mean, Williams had a, a a really solid game, but I mean, if you take out that last what was it, thirty yards and a score, it's not like his numbers were too crazy. But he did run those thirty yards in that score, so it's kind of can't knock him for something he actually did. Yeah, Pep. Pep, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, that that offense came to life in that the last quarter of the game um, against Robert Sala's defense. That was the story of the whole 49ers team. Yeah, but I, I, apparently, it's I, all I, Jimmy G's fault and not <laughs> Robert Sala's defense. Yep he uh, he can he can hit Emmanuel Sanders on that that pass. That's all that mattered. Did you guys um, think he was going to hit Emmanuel Sanders on that pass? Oh no. For sure, not. Yeah, there was not a chance. <laughs> that, whole, that whole sequence, that whole drop back and launch, I was just like, all right. And then he missed. He, he definitely missed that. All right. No, I, I thought Patrick Mahomes deserved MVP. Um, I Like I said, I thought it was the worst games, but I still thought he was the reason the Chiefs ended up winning. So, I mean, I thought he's the MVP. Did you? Jamie Williams had, like, a better game for, for him. But, I mean, why, why would you give it to Damian Williams over, like, I why not? Why? why I, there are so many people saying, "Oh, Damian Williams should have been MVP." It's like, might as well give it to Mitchell Schwartz. He's just as important. Had a great game, and I mean, he's a right tackle. It didn't. It didn't. He wasn't as important as as Patrick Mahomes, and neither was Damian Williams. So. Exactly. Not. Uh, yeah. No. Patrick Mahomes gets it. Did George Kittle play in this game? By the way. <laughs> He did. He almost caught a, an important pass, ah, yeah. but uh... <laughs> he was too busy blocking really well. <laughs> Jeez, I... could have gotten that that field goal at the end of the half if uh, he just uh, they just don't call offensive pass interference. I know. My gosh, and I, I would say that was offensive pass interference. I also could not believe they actually called that. So it's kind of one of those weird ones. Clock management at the end of the first half was a was a, a weird thing, but it's one of those where it's like, I mean, it still almost worked for Kyle Shanahan. So it's tough telling me it's crazy wrong because he, I mean, it almost <laughs> I worked mean, perfectly. It, that's what happens when you just don't trust your quarterback at all and are so scared of Patrick Mahomes. So like, I didn't even think it was that terrible uh, a thought by by Kyle Shanahan, but it just kind of shows that he doesn't really have that much confidence in his offense. Well, I mean, you, you it's just when you lose a game, as stupid as it sounds, when you lose a game, there's no winning. Like, I mean, he lost the Super Bowl with the Patriots, and they're like, oh, he's too aggressive. Why yeah. do you do all those things? Like, if he wouldn't have done that, and then it's this time where it's like, man, why would you not keep going? How could you? And it's just like, all right, well, screw <laughs> you. If you want to base every decision based on the total outcome, like, yeah, everything was wrong in that sense because we didn't win the football game, but come on. They should have drafted Patrick Mahomes, and then uh, they would have won. Yeah, seriously, they would have <laughs> just all shifted and been Chiefs players. But and now they're going to get Tom Brady at their. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. I, I I will say, just going over to, overall, I thought the Super Bowl was fun. Uh, just the fact that it was always a game, and, and Patrick Mahomes didn't do as crazy Patrick Mahomes stuff, but did enough where you got to see those spectacular plays. You got to see the comeback uh, and, and getting it there for Andy and the 49ers. Uh, like you said, it, it was sloppy here and there, but it wasn't like 
somebody played terribly or got embarrassed or any fluky type stuff. Richard Sherman got a little. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a fine Super Bowl. Not going to go down as one of the greats, but certainly. It'll go down as the first Uh, of 11 for Patrick Mahomes. So um, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it more than uh, 20 points were scored total. So that's good. That's true. It was probably better than last year's Super Bowl. So there's that. Yeah. Just a little bit. Nothing too too crazy. Uh, but, yeah, speaking about, I mean, that's the playoffs. you guys have anything else really you want to hit on the, the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, I thought it was. No, that's so long ago. Let's move. We're, we're on Exactly. Next it doesn't even matter. Who even wants to win last year's Super Bowl? It's all about the next one. Am I right? Yeah. Except if the Lions ever that's win true. it, then I don't care about football ever again. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get there maybe in my lifetime. Um, but yeah, let's think about this. Let's actually go jump ahead to the future of the NFL playoffs as it looks like we're headed for a change with an additional team in each conference and only one team receiving that first round by, uh, man, it's kind of wild to think about a playoff change and it kind of fairly drastic in my opinion. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of the change, and then also obviously the additional regular season game to go along with that. I I, I like the six. The regular season game is kind of the thing I dislike more. I I like the sixteen game season. Uh, I think it just makes for good symmetry. Um, and then obviously there's also you you don't want you don't want teams having to have that. There's going to be buys, you know, every, you know, an extra bye week. I mean, I think that's fine. I guess you get lengthen the season by an extra two weeks. Um, but there's also the the inflation of stats, like the season long records, will obviously, uh, kind of everything will be broken. I mean, everything probably broken anyway. But I think it's more interesting. LT's touchdowns might be a tough one. That's that, that that might not be broken, but. 17 games, obviously going to throw out the, the old old season records. Um, and I don't know. I just don't like change. I think the NFL has the perfect format. But, I mean, I, I don't hate this format. I think. Yeah, and, and eliminating at least one preseason game and eliminating those chances of having those awful preseason injuries, I would say, is a good thing. Yeah, they can get injured in that extra regular season game instead. Exactly. <laughs> well, as a, as a fan, because at least it means something. Yeah, exactly. As a fan of a team that um, we'll just say hasn't been very good, nor do they particularly finish seasons all that well, the thought of extra football does not bode well for our chances. Um, I like when everybody's kind of glued in at maybe nine and seven, and for some reason that works out for us. But you know. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing the NFL is looking here is money. Uh, they're going to get more money on this proposal. So um, I think that is the main reason they want it. They, they offered the bump, obviously, for the players for the extra game. So I, I don't know. The players haven't passed it yet. So they it was expected to pass, and then they, they didn't. So we'll see. Uh, it might not happen, but. Uh, I'd say it's still looking probable would be my guess. Yeah, change. It's going to be a shocking change, a shocking culture change. 
I think I'm with the Alex. But, what we, what, but we will get used to it one of these days. What the people want to yeah, know. Yeah, I think I'm still going to watch football. What the people really want to know is how is this, and there's nobody better to ask, how is this going to affect fantasy football and daily fantasy? That's a good point. It's going to – the regular season's going to be two weeks longer. So two extra weeks in the fantasy season. Uh, I don't know. It seems – I don't know. I think that that is interesting. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's better or worse. Like there's, there's always – like the longer regular season, it kind of makes the – it kind of – stresses the importance of the playoffs even more and kind of blows that out of, I don't know man I, I don't know you get also get the more bye weeks so you have more play yeah you're gonna have to survive that I don't know <laughs> an extra weekend and your guy your whole team is like injured so badly <laughs> that you're starting like just anybody Actually, you can I'm- I think that's actually kind of awesome. I'm in for that. Of course you are, because that's like your favorite thing to do. <laughs> it is like starting the random people who like might get you ten points. That's awesome. It's like me in my 2013 championship when I was starting Jordan Todman at running back because everybody was just so so beaten down. Toby Gerhart got injured. Oh man. Oh. That is tough. That is tough. Well, uh, switching gears here for a minute, the news story that makes our intern more mad than anybody is that Tony Romo signing a max contract, $170 million over 10 years. Man, why would he take such a discount? (laughs) He's making more than most NFL players. I mean, he's – but Michael Thomas, like, was saying how, like, no, no – players person who's talking about the game should be making more than people playing i'm like what what are you talking about there i mean it's not like you deserve to be making this ridiculous amount of money i mean you obviously work very hard i think tony Romo does too but i mean you you don't work like a thousand times harder than i do like well maybe but um i don't know it's it's like the the reason you're getting paid is because you're people love watching you and you're bringing entertainment. And I think Tony Romo does that as much as any player. Yeah. he's Yeah. And I don't, I don't think CBS wants to go back to Phil Sims. <laughs> yeah. They, they got nobody. I mean, you're, you're getting paid for, I mean, the demand of what your job is and how good you are. Yeah. And he, it's a primetime gig. It's the number one spot there. He was at a perfect place with, with contract negotiations and he's just, so different from everybody else doing that that you you can't lose a talent like that yeah and and michael thomas is making more than him so it shouldn't really be i get i get Um, more excited to watch a game that is being commentated by tony romo than i do a michael thomas game personally Yeah, you're you're like with Michael Thomas. I know you're gonna get 16 Dude, catches, you're gonna catch 15 balls, <laughs> whatever, and you'll get your 128 yards and a touchdown. It's gonna be awesome. But uh, Tony Romo I mean, makes the, jokes. The, the real question I the real question I'm asking is like, does this leave enough money in the budget for CBS to pay the kicking expert? Oh, shit. oh crap! 
I don't know. They might have to dock his pay from like seventy thousand to <laughs> like I don't know commission. CBS, I'll let you know right now. He I'll might... take the gig. Give me even fifty k. I'm in. Hey Jay, that kick got blocked. What do you think? Uh, well, it got blocked. <laughs> you don't. Well, he kicked it kind of lower than that. The trajectory you want is actually higher. Well, you see the, the guy's hand right the, there. What the you don't want to do is kick the ball right into it. You got to recognize that. And you know these winds out here are strong. They're one mile an hour. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, back to you guys. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, no, it's, it's really cool, and uh, I'm glad Tony Romo will keep uh, doing his thing. I'm sure there's other announcers out there that are like, hey, Maybe I'm not Tony Romo, but am I half as good? Can I get, can I get eight million dollars? So, yeah, I'm I'm glad he's staying at CBS. I I didn't really want him to go to ESPN, although maybe it would have made those broadcasts better. I do hope they eventually get a little <laughs> bit better of a broadcast, but I, I think Tony Romo's in the right spot for him. We'll just have to do like a a Twitter live show or something so we can cast it for the fans. Be rough. Yeah, the Pro Football Jokes broadcast. I think we could do it. Soon the Pro Football Jokes network will will be started and you know then Yeah, well we got big ideas to talk about at the corporate retreat. So we'll we'll make sure to <laughs> save those for them. We'll have some big announcements rolling up in the future here, guys. We don't want to give all our all our secrets away yet, but uh, trust us, big things come. Big things come. Uh, right. So if there's nothing else particularly one we want to hit on, this is a, a quicker off season pod, but, uh, any overreactions, whether it be from the XFL, whether it be from, wait, wait. Oh, did I miss something? Well, I, I just wanted to hit on the combine. Oh, right that's way. right. I guess uh, there's, there was a combine that happened. Yeah. The, the NFL combine was going on. I, I thought it was, uh, you know, interesting, I guess. Uh, I, I haven't, you know, I, I haven't scouted as much as many of the players as you know I plan on doing. Uh, I I just got started with the running backs. Uh, got the top running backs, a couple of the wide receivers, but not not too deep yet. Um, so that that's where I am with my scouting. But some guys impressed at the at the combine for sure. Um, there was uh, the, uh, certainly in the running backs. I think Jonathan Taylor really really dominated, um, and I thought. He was my favorite running back going into it. I, I watched the running backs. Uh, I think he's the, he's the best running back in the draft. No offense to DeAndre Swift, who I think is very good too, who's most people's number one. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, I think he's so good. I think there's a, a little bit of a bias against Wisconsin running backs because some of them haven't worked out. Um, but I, he's rushed for two straight 2,000-yard seasons. Uh, I think he's he's certainly fast. Uh, had the fast forty of any running back. Um, I, I think he has the ability to make people miss in tight spaces. I think that was the most impressive thing about me. And I think he can catch the ball uh, pretty well. Uh, he didn't didn't do it a ton. Um, I think that's one of the knocks against him. Uh, but I think he's I think he's. I, mean, like, uh, I can vouch. Like, he uh, was not kind to the University of Michigan. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I, I think he's the best running back. I think I think it's a three running back draft. I mean, not there's certainly other backs who are going to be solid backs, but I think the three guys who are who are kind of separated from the pack are uh, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, and Clyde Edwards-Alar. Um, who I think is 
he didn't have a great combine in terms of his, his 40 time. Um, but I mean, that's not, I mean, it's not like his straightaway speed. He's very quick, uh, able to make people miss. And he's easily the best pass catching running back in the draft, um, which I think is his main strength. And he's, he's pretty big for like a guy you think of as a pass catching, catching running back. So got some power to his game. Uh, definitely good moves. Um, and like I said, best pass case to running back in the draft. DeAndre Swift, we, we see the highlight reel plays. Definitely a great running back. Um, I think he'll be, he'll be fun too, but I have him as my number three. I'm considering moving up to number two ahead of Clyde, but Jonathan Taylor is my number one. Any disagreements there uh, on the running backs, guys? I think that was a pretty uh, swift, <laughs> swift explanation of all that, Alex. Okay. Well, I, I haven't had the chance to really scout any, any of the other positions yet, but uh, definitely watch the combine Henry Ruggs impressed uh with his 40 didn't break John Roth's record didn't really come that close but ran under 4-3 which is certainly impressive um the the offensive lineman Tristan Wirfs just freaking killed the combine was more athletic than some of the skill players I mean and then uh I'm forgetting the guy's name who ran the the 5-1 at 364 now um Freaking 364 pounds ran a 5-1. That was like Mike Mayock just lost his mind at that, which I thought was pretty pretty fun. But I'm, I'm trying, some good moments. I'm currently trying to figure out if I can run a 5-1. So that's freaking nuts. <laughs> that's what I ran in, in high school was a 5-1. So. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll tell you. So that's uh, pretty good. My eighth grade flag football team, only one player ran under five on our uh, 40 times. So. It would have beaten everybody else. <laughs> That's nuts. Yep. I'd be terrifying to be chased by that. Yep. That 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 would be terrifying. It's like I can't run away from him. That's that's pretty scary. Literally the only well, thought could. I could. <laughs> he <laughs> he probably tire out, but you know. Oh man. Oh geez, that's craziness. That's fun. And there'll be more scouting. You can check out more of uh Alex's reports on profootballjokes.com as the scouting goes through and he posts more articles than anybody else. Very diligent, that guy. Uh, but lastly, we will close with some overreactions. Maybe it is to the Combine. Maybe it's to the XFL. Maybe it's to anything and anything. Who knows? But we got some overreactions for you guys to close it out. Uh, Alex, do you have an overreaction for us? Uh, I do. Um, so I think there's been a, been a lot of speculation with all, all the quarterback movement that's going on. Um, and you know, a lot of uncertainty going on. And I think my overreaction is that Jameis Winston will end up being the starting quarterback of the new England Patriots in week one of 2020. Wow. Cause <laughs> the Patriots are going to be like, this is the quarterback we want of our future. He, we're going to transform him, make him a safer passer. And now that he's got his LASIK eye, vision fixed um now he now will be the best quarterback of all time he's already a passing leader he just he, he just didn't realize he was thrown to the other team so there you go now now that he can see colors uh he'll, he'll like be fine that. i like that take i like that take pep you got a hot overreaction for us uh first one real quick i think that was my best intro ever on a podcast here uh, i'm really <laughs> proud of it and uh that was fun 
Uh, and number two, uh, I'm excited to talk about this on our next one with free agency coming up this March. I think the Jaguars won't be able to sign anybody. Like, <laughs> nobody will want to go and play for them. Like, Giannis, Yannick Nkouye, um Ngakwe. Ngakwe just uh, coming out and saying he's not going to play for the Jags anymore and they franchise tagged him when they could have paid him because he's a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good player, but I guess it's they just like want to trade him. <laughs> it's like in Madden when your player just won't sign with you. <laughs> you have to make him a team captain and then franchise tag them. But like Tom Coughlin's been long gone and players are still like, no, man, you they find like the whole team. They just traded AJ Boye today. Yes, they did to the Broncos. Yep. Um, so I, apparently they just don't want players at all. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to lose for Lawrence or tank for Trevor. However you want to, however you want to do it. Trevor Lawrence kind of looks like Blaine Gabbert, so he'd be a good fit. That's, that's <laughs> actually pretty true. I feel like he does look a lot like Blaine Gabbert. So he can lead them to like 100 yards of offense every game. That'll be good for him. Yeah. <laughs> But football is easy. Remember that. Uh, and uh, my overreaction for this is based <laughs> off all just the coverage of the NFL draft potential picks and talking about what will the Lions do, what will the Redskins do with the second and third overall picks. Uh, and I'm just going to go with that both teams are going to unbelievably overthink what they ought to do. One of them is going to do some terrible trade down, and it's just going to not work at all. Someone else is going to take a player that they don't actually need, and it's going to suck. But yay, football! The Redskins are the Redskins are going to trade down to number three with the Lions, and the Lions are going to draft Tua and hope to trade him afterward. And then nobody's going to trade. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've thought about that. And I've uh, just uh, <laughs> it sucks. It really does. And we're going to piss off Matt Stafford and everybody else in the process. So should be good. Maybe they should just trade Matt Stafford. Maybe we trade Matt Patricia for Bill Belichick. Fair trade. And the third overall pick. Or they just, and a couple pencils. <laughs> or they just sign Tom Brady. I'm in for that too. Except I freaking love Matt Stafford, so we'll do a two quarterback system. Like Lamar. Man, like, we're like, on a roll here right now. Like Lamar and RG3 <laughs> will have Matt Stafford and Tom Brady. Look out, NFL. We're coming for you. <laughs> the Saints might do it. I don't know who their third quarterback would be. They'll probably draft some tight end and be like, "You're you're a quarterback now." Where's Where's Teddy Bridgewater going? That's That's the question we all want to find out in free agency. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is uh, definitely not going to Jag Jaguars. <laughs> the thirty million dollars he's he's gonna he's gonna get. So, oh my gosh, oh. ridiculous! Wow, man, this is a. <laughs> A little bit of a tired end to our uh, Pro Football Jokes podcast here, guys. It's the offseason. <laughs> a lot of fun things to kind of uh, throw around, and we will be back, as we've mentioned, with an in-person podcast from our corporate retreat. So we're excited for that. We'll bring you more, more news then. Uh, but always, make it uncomfortable. Make it uncomfortable. Compete every day, man. In spirit, I find it hard to be matched. Toughness. Enthusiasm! Yeah.